Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hi, this is Rabbi Aaron Alexander, and I will be teaching today for the Jcast Network's Daily Daf Differently. We are now uh, moving on in Mesechet Yoma, Tractate Yoma, the fifth chapter. Today I'll be teaching a little bit from page 61, specifically 61b. We've uh, mentioned in the, the previous podcast that there was a Mishnah devoted to what happens when the purification process of uh, the temple and the pathway to the Holy of Holies was interrupted, and whether or not the process needed to begin again or not. You can listen to the podcast on page 60 to hear more about that. But at a certain point on page 61b, an interesting comparison comes up in trying to determine the positions of the different rabbis on the page, um, vis-a-vis what needs to happen if the process is interrupted accidentally. And the comparison is with the Mitzorah. Now, the Mitzorah is uh, some kind of spiritual leprosy that would come upon people uh, or objects in the Torah, and they needed to go through a purification process, which basically meant that at a certain point the priest would go outside of the camp to where the Mitzorah, uh, the spiritually leopard individual was, determine whether or not they were uh, ready, clean, to come back into the camp. Um, if that was determined, a ritual happened right outside of the camp. You can read this in chapter 14 of Vayigra of Leviticus, where there were two birds um, that uh, were slaughtered, some hyssop, some cedar. It's very magical in in nature, or at least it seems to be that way. Uh, The blood from the slaughtered bird would be sprinkled seven times on the cleansed person's uh, leprosy, on the eruption, the place that it happened. And then the person could come back in the camp and have to wait seven days outside his or her own tent, um, shave off all of his hair, bathe, and finally this person could be uh, clean. On the eighth day, though, there was a sacrifice that was offered, uh, an Asham uh, sacrifice. Two bulls were, were, were put, or, sorry, two lambs came forth. Uh, one of them would be uh, an asham offering, a guilt offering that would finalize the entryway back into civilization for this person. And, of course, the question the rabbis first asked to introduce the conversation of the leper, the mitzorah, is what happens if the priest who slaughtered the lamb for the asham, the guilt offering, um, uh, didn't actually slaughter it for the guilt offering, but slaughtered it thinking it was going to be for somebody else's offer or a different kind of offering. Could you still use the blood of that animal, which the priest would have to take and then place on the Mitzorah's right ear, right thumb, and 
right big toe. Again, an interesting, check out Leviticus chapter 14. The interesting little uh, piece of this Gemara that I want to bring up is uh, just one small drasha on verse 14 of chapter 14 in Leviticus. Tanu Rabbanan velakach midam ha'asham. Uh, we learn from a Braita, an early uh, text from the time period uh, of the Mishnah, uh, that the Kohen should take from the blood of the Asham, velakach midam ha'asham. And so the rabbis ask, based on the language of take from the blood of the Asham, yachol bichli, is it possible that the blood could come out of the animal and be put into a vessel, and then the Kohen could receive the blood in a vessel? Now, this is only interesting based on what follows next. Tamud Lomar Vinatan. After the Kohen takes the blood, however he takes the blood, he has to place it on these body parts of the Mitzorah. Here's the uh, resolution. Ma nitina be'atzmo shel kohen, af lekicha be'atzmo shel kohen. Just as the putting of the blood onto the body has to be done with by the hands of the kohen, so too the taking of the blood. The kohen should, the kohen should be the one who takes the blood on his hands. It shouldn't be brought to him in any kind of vessel. Um, it's a hands-on procedure. This should also be done. Therefore, this is a classic structure uh, in uh, rabbinic thought for understanding certain parts of verses where there's a straw question brought up, Yachol, is it possible to read Lakach, take, as it can be taken in a vessel? Talmud Lomar, no. Therefore, Talmud here stands in for Torah. The Torah teaches Vinatan. The verse started with Lakach, take, and ended with Natan, gives specifically to teach us that um, the taking has to be just like the giving, and of course we know the giving has to be done with the Kohen's hand. Now, level two that I want to take out of this. What I think is uh, interesting in the case of uh, the Mitzorah uh, and healing in general. You might think that you can offer healing um, to another person who is in need of it um, by bringing in uh, objects or a third party or by creating barriers between the love, um, the presence that's needed in that moment. But at the end of the day, when we offer ourselves as a healing presence with another person, the closer we get, the more personal we get, the more hands-on we get, the more uh, those emotions will be felt by the person who's sitting uh, in the bed next to us, or in the chair in front of us, or on the couch uh, laying beside us. Um, there are lots of different ways we can, we can offer healing, um, but when it comes to bringing somebody back into our lives, as the Mitzorah was brought back into the camp and back into his own home and tent, um, you might think that intermediaries will be as potent as the real thing the Torah teaches the Lakach and the Natan. You shall take and you shall give in precisely the same way. Uh, looking forward to learning again with you tomorrow. Koltuf. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.